Welcome to episode nine of Cultured Bubs. I'm your boy Will Drewski, and we got our boy Mike here on the podcast today. Drew, break down Mike for us. Got the boy Hube on. Hube is a tier one sub of Bussin' with the Boys. Facts. Shout out the boys. Facts. No free shout out though. <laughs> Hube, nasty slot receiver freshman here. The duo. 41 go fish, kid. Never miss. <laughs> never miss. Go long. <laughs> then, also a point god. Had a high school record till so the boy Blaine broke it the year, year after. Later. So that's On a touch On my birthday. Yep. He bounced back from it. Uh, senior year was commissioner of Friday ass beatings yeah. at lunch. Yeah, he would get apple juice bottle. Mike would spin it, whoever the ball landed on. All of us would kick their ass. <laughs> we'd <laughs> take them to the bathroom and then we'd rough them up. We even threw trash cans at some point. I got in trouble for that one time. <laughs> we'd always get in trouble and then we'd just switch to the next bathroom. And literally. Because <laughs> nice. they'd, they'd be stalking us, like watching yeah. us walk out of the cafeteria. And then as soon as we got like taken, someone got taken to the office once. And then we just be like, all right, we'll go to the other bathrooms. Yeah. Other. And we, I think we literally hit every single bathroom. Oh, every single one. Crazy. <laughs> and the time I got in trouble, our football coach, Balderson, was like, seriously, bruh? And I was like, coach, why now? I've never gotten in trouble like in my life. But now you have to show up? Yeah. Then the last but not least, founder of Drippington University. Yeah. yeah. President, founder. Um, we got a bunch of recruits coming in this year, um, and I think we're going to talk about some. Oh, we're going to talk about some drip, some drip, some ratings. It's going to be some fun. Oh yeah. So the main reason we're here today, 2022 NBA Finals is set. Uh, it will begin June 2nd. We got the Golden State Warriors again and the Boston Celtics again. Two of we have one of the most storied franchises. In NBA history, and one of the more recent franchises yeah. in the NBA and the Golden State Warriors. So it should be a fun one. Um, first, we'll talk about the paths. So Golden State, they went 53-29, and 29, third seed in the West. Um, this is their seventh conference title, um, last one coming in 2018. And they have six championships, last one coming in 2018 as well. Uh, they beat Denver, the sixth seed, in five games. They beat two-seed Memphis in six, and four-seed Dallas in five. So pretty easy run of things for them um, throughout this postseason. As far as the Eastern counterpart, Boston, they went 51-31, and 31, um, so two games below Golden State. They're the second seed in the East. This is their 10th conference title, last one coming in 2010, and this is their – they have 17 championships, last one coming in 2008, obviously. A lot of those championships coming Shout before. Shout out Bill Russell. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of those championships <laughs> coming before conference title – or conference championship series were even a thing. Um mm. So more championships and conference title is funny to hear, but mm-hmm. that's Boston for you. Uh, they swept the seven-seed Brooklyn Nets, which was quite a series to see for I think sure. it's the biggest surprise of the yeah, playoffs. For sure. Um, and then they won the distance with third-seed Milwaukee and one-seed Miami. So playing 14 games in the last two series. We'll see how that plays out for them. But, Mike, I'll start with you. Let's talk a little bit of Golden State's path first. Your thoughts on each of the series, what you liked, what you disliked. Um, who surprised you? Yeah, um, with the Warriors. So obviously, I watched pretty much the whole uh, Denver series, mm-hmm. um, and that was when Poole really started, you know, getting his hype, and mm-hmm. he was blowing up. Um, Poole took that series over. Yes, he did, yeah. and and that was, I, 
you know, if I'm wrong, then but I think Curry that that was when he was coming off the bench a couple times yeah. and um, he was struggling. He that's when his free throw stuff started real yeah. bad. And um, but yeah, Poole was a big you know spark for that team that series. And then Memphis, it was kind of it was going to be a really good ser- series, you know, until Jaw got hurt and you know who knows if he was hurt or not. I had my own opinion on that. Yeah, but, I have your own opinion <laughs> on that. But um, well, yeah, I seen him like. Uh, two days later, he was at some kind of like footlocker or something like throwing down dunks or yeah. overtime oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I and I'm like, come that. on now. Yeah. I think he's a bit of a drama queen, but that's just me. I yeah. love the way he plays and stuff because my he, favorite player is D Rose. Yes. Yeah. My favorite player is D Rose my whole life, so I love the way he plays, but I feel like I, I got a whole thing about him and injuries. Like, I feel like <laughs> he always like overreacts. Like, he'll like sprain his ankle and then he'll be out, they'll say like eight weeks mm-hmm. if it's a high ankle or something. And then he'll like go on Twitter, and I was talking about with Caden. He goes on Twitter, he'll be like, Godspeed, like, <laughs> like pray, prayers for me, and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, calm down, you're on ankle. Right. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that Memphis series kind of got cut short, you know, kind of stink for the fans and whatnot. And then the Mavs series, um, obviously, we've already talked about Luca and how great he was. Um, he, I, he pretty much he struggled in the closeout, the the last game, but, right. um, you know, when you're um, asked to take on that load and you're not a freak athlete like a LeBron that's done it his whole career right? or, you know, a Jordan, when yeah. with him, he's not – he's relying on skill. And, our age, too. Yeah. yeah. 23. Right. And he's, yeah, whatever. He's our age, too. But um, with his athleticism, it's probably – he's going to wear out a little quicker. Yeah. It's like the same thing with Harden. They're just right. going to wear out a little quicker. And, right. Um, he needs – He's going to need a little bit more help, I think, and hopefully they get that. But um, obviously that series, they just they really didn't match up well with, no. with Golden State. No. And um, with the experience Golden State has, it's just it's going to be tough, dude. It's going to be um, tough to to beat a team like that when you're they keep running through these younger teams, younger teams. they got experience, experience, experience on yeah. every single team they go through. Yeah. So um, impressive, though. You know, oh, Golden yeah. State struggled last year and um, – they knew they were going to get back. and Like Curry said, yeah. you don't want to yeah. see us next year. Yeah. <laughs> so respect to them, dude. I, I yeah. You know, obviously we didn't love the Warriors when, you know, back in the day. Hated them. Yeah. Draymond. But you, you got to respect them, you know. Coming out of Northeast Ohio, this podcast is, yeah. Yes. <laughs> not, not big Golden State fans. Right. But, <laughs> right. but you you got to respect all the talent. Oh, Steph yeah. Curry is the greatest shooter of all time, goes down as one of the all-time greats, and he's still got a lot left in the tank, it looks mm-hmm. like. And then you just, you know, accompany that with Clay, Wiggins, Draymond defensively. Jordan Poole's on the up-and-come. He looks like he could be the next big thing for Golden State. They just, even when you think they're down, they reload. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. They find someone like a Jordan Poole where um, not a highly drafted dude, and you just... They just all he was really known for was that shot against Houston. Right, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. He's a legend for that, but yeah. you know, and those kind of guys like a Clay or and Steph, they're kind of all the same, you know, um, not like Duke guys or something that yeah. you knew yeah. these guys. Not like a Wiggins, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, like a they big don't college. have much pressure coming in, and then when you get in the right system, same thing with football or baseball and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you get in a good system, right coach. Yeah, dude, like Steve Kerr. Kerr. Yeah. And, I mean, that whole staff's loaded. So, it's easy for these young guys to to develop fast, especially when they're experienced coming out of college. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Drew, your thoughts on the path Golden State took? 
So the Denver series, I mean, they got pretty lucky. Jamal Murray was still yeah. out. Jokic did his thing, but like that, that's just not enough to take on yeah. Golden State. They yeah, got too much firepower. So that was that. Then Memphis, we kind of got robbed. I thought it was going yes. to be like a Game 7 series, mm-hmm. but Jaw, your boy, <laughs> hurt himself. Which, speaking of Memphis, this has nothing to do with this episode, but the Memphis-Minnesota uh, series was a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, yes, that oh, was. Yeah. Just to, to, to preface how Memphis got to Golden State. <laughs> yeah, right. Then Bain missed two games also. That wasn't big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mavs, Mavs got to get Luka some help, dude. Yeah, I that's mean, the big thing. Luka did everything could. Like yeah. you said, he's limited because he's not an athletic freak yeah. like LeBron. Yeah. Just, it's crazy how far we've come with basketball because when we were kids – uh, LeBron made that move to Miami. That was like, there had been super teams before. It wasn't the first one to do it, but I think that set the standard to where now we're at the age mm-hmm. of basketball where if you don't have two or three superstars, yeah. Yeah. you're not you going to make it to the finals. And it's sure. tough, but I, I, I would also like argue that we're kind of, I would say other than literally like LeBron teams and then like the Nets, I feel like a lot of these stars are enjoying playing. Like you got Luka now who wants to stay in, you know, in Dallas. And then you got, Giannis, who wants to stay in Milwaukee, you got, you kind of got this kind of thing, and obviously Jimmy Butler hasn't been with the Heat, but he just fits there. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's, it's like the it's, culture. It's yeah. his team now, and it feels like that is him. Bam, um, you know, hero. hero. I mean, yeah. they feel like they have like a, a nice you know setting stone there that they can. That's going to be like the team. You know, yeah. they just yeah. feel like right. a team for the next ten years. That's just kind of what. It, you yeah, know. for sure. And I like that people want to stick around, but. Like you said with Luca, he needs some yes, help, and yes. then we'll get into the Boston path as well. But we saw it with Miami, we saw it with Milwaukee. Chris Middleton's hurt. Giannis has to take on the whole load. Yeah. They can't overcome Boston's, you know, big three, including mm-hmm. Marcus Smart's come up this postseason. Yeah. Yeah. And then Miami, Jimmy Butler did everything he could, which we'll get into it. But it's just that age of basketball now, where if you're not if you're not courting, yeah. if you're not sending guys on the court that are like. At least two all stars, you know. Yeah, right. and, and it's just—I mean, it's all sports now too. I mean, yeah, yeah. even football. It's just sport that no one else would ever think it'd come to that. Yeah. It's like now the Rams are winning Super Bowls because they spent literally every dollar they had. Yeah, and trade baseball away is every just, pick. Baseball is just like that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. The talent level is ridiculous. Yeah, baseball—it's to the point where pitching is so dominant that um, if you have to pay for the hitters because right. they're fewer and farther between, mm-hmm. but. Right. Um, that's for another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sports nowadays, that's just, mm-hmm. just an insane talent level mm-hmm. here in 2022. But for me, I mean, like I said, like you said, Jordan Poole took over the beginning of that series. Steph Curry, Steph Curry started to find his rhythm towards the end. Yeah. Um, he was the key player there in games four and five to seal the deal over Denver. Um, and like you said, Jamal Murray, that's a big piece to miss. Jokic can only do so much by right. himself. Yeah, right. And that's one of these things that Golden State got lucky down there. You know, John Morant's mm-hmm. hurt, so... And I wouldn't say lucky because they're still a super talented team. Oh, they were yeah. able to close out these series so early yes. because of the star power yeah, being they could out. have gotten in some trouble with right. game sevens and stuff like yeah. that if other the other teams like other Bain stars. too, like Desmond Bain, like yeah. that dude. Players. That dude's that he's a huge part of that Memphis team, like yeah. right. enormous. Right. And then with the Dallas series, when the conference finals were set, I was like, oh, this. 
would be such a good matchup if Luka just had one more star. Because mm-hmm. no knock to Jalen Brunson. He played his heart out. Mm-hmm. He played fantastic for the whole postseason. Yeah. But he's just not a two, in my opinion. You yeah, know no. what I mean? He can't be I think it'd second. be a really good three. Yes. But he yeah. cannot be your second best player. Yeah. Um, he'd be a fantastic three. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. But get Luka a two-man there, and I think that series could go the distance. You know what I mean? So, I mean, Luka... Running down, you know, 26, 42, 40, 30, 28. Those were his points total in all five games. You can't do That's much more. That's LeBron than... numbers. Yeah, yeah, I mean. And, and you know he's doing every, he's doing everything else. He's rebounding, he's passing. Yeah. He's not the greatest defender, but that's just because he's not the greatest right. athlete. You know what I mean? Right. But, I mean, that dude does so much. He's got such a LeBron effect on a game. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy to see that, like a him or a Jokic that can just, these guys that are so skilled. Like, yeah. We're used to seeing the Russell Westbrooks, Derrick Rose, John Morant's, these freak athletes. Um, but now we have people that are dominating the league in 2022. Like, we're talking about all this talent that are still, like, maybe worse athletes than yeah. we had 15 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we didn't have that Luka or Jokic in, like, 2005. No. You know, mm-hmm. you just didn't have those kind of players. No. And then you, you had to go back to, like, Bird or you know what I mean like yeah. Pete Maravich these guys were the ones that were like so freakishly skilled and everyone talks about um, well they're not athletic and you know it was whatever back then well now here's here's your Larry Bird and you know yeah. these kind of guys and they're doing it now I would skill say, matters yes. I would say the the closest thing we got to Jokic or um, Luca in our childhood was probably Dirk Nowitzki yeah, yeah. right you know, yeah that's a good example Mr. Fundamental you know mm-hmm. that's all yeah. that's what it's, it's all about <laughs> but um We'll go over to the Eastern side of things now. The Boston Celtics. Um, Mike, we'll start with you again. And your thoughts on Boston's path here. They went on a little revenge tour. Yeah, yeah, they did. You you mentioned that these were three teams that they had lost to previously in the in the playoffs. Last past couple three years, years yep. these were their three bumps. Yep, and that and I didn't know that. That's a good point. Um, obviously, Brooklyn. That series, Drew, you said that was super, you know, surprising and, and to everyone. It wasn't just you. Um, I just feel like. Um, Boston really hit their stride at the perfect time this year. Yeah. And they've had – they struggled real bad at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And everyone was thinking maybe this, this group just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. split um, them up. They try, already left um, Stevens. He, you know, took his, his new job or whatever, and everyone was thinking this might be the beginning of, like, they got to do something else. They got to try something else. And then yeah. they hit this stride, and it's the best thing in basketball season to be playing your best, your best ball – Right at the end of the regular season, mm-hmm. yeah, because April. that is yeah, just in about that May April time, um, you really get to um, roll into every series and you're confident. Everyone's you know high. It's not like you lose your like the cast. You know they they really struggled down the the rest of the season, and then they get to these big playing games and they lost both of them. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah. they're playing great ball, but um, Brooklyn series, I just think. Brooklyn was they just didn't get enough playing time together. I just yeah, um, as talented they are, and I'm not saying that's an excuse because they are so talented. They should be you know winning playoff series, but that was their kind of deal. I thought once Kyrie um, got back and he was here, he wasn't here. You know that whole Harden getting Harden trade. same thing. You left him. Simmons not even looking at a basketball. <laughs> Um, so that was that just that team had a real bad beat. They were just a mess, to be honest. So um, that series, and then the Buck series was really int- interesting to me because I, I think you can beat a team like Brooklyn that 
their chemistry isn't that well. They're, you know, they have some kind of, you know, out, you yeah. want to say. Right. Um, the Bucks did not. You know, obviously yeah. Chris Middleton was out, and that was the whole thing, but that team is as good chemistry-wise as you're going to get. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah and they have been that for the past five years, to and be honest. they've had boot nails or their under yes. reins for yeah. the entirety of these guys being yeah. together. The chemistry's at an all-time high. You're right. So right now you have to go and you got to play a team, you know, the former champs, and these Giannis, who arguably people say is the best player in the league. So that series was just... Um, that was when I was like, all right, Boston's legit. As soon as I even seen them winning games in that series, yeah. I was like, wow. like they're, they're the real deal. Yeah, so that and then the Heat series was awesome, dude. Uh, it was weird because every single time I turned on, I don't think I watched a single fourth quarter until this last one because they were all blowouts. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird. It was, it was really like, weird. Series. It was like frustrating to watch, right, to be yeah. honest. But, I mean, that's just... Thankfully, game seven was... Yes, it was what you wanted. Four-point game, 196. Yeah, 196, and... Yeah. and um, I think just Tatum, Tatum and Brown both, especially uh, in Game Seven, they both made so many big shots. Marcus Smart, um, yeah, we've been we can talk about him, but that dude somehow found a really solid and dependable offensive game, hitting yeah. hitting threes. He makes a couple tough shots. I don't know if you guys watched the one shot. I forget maybe Game Five or Six. He hit like a. Stupid, like, fade away behind the backboard. Just not, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, an and one or something, too. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, But he's found, you know, he's done a real good job. I think Grant Williams for the Celtics is a really good player. Yeah. Um, the bench showed up yes. big in all three series. Grant Williams is one of those guys that kind of just does a lot. He's like a P.J. Tucker kind of guy. Obviously, yeah. he's not the best shooter, but he, he moves. He plays great defense. He rebounds. He's a big body. Yeah. Game um, six of the Milwaukee series – him and Pritchard. Yes. They could not miss. No, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> they so. took that game over. And well, I mean Tatum had forty six, so I shouldn't say they took that game over, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think they might have been the second and third scorers. Oh yeah. Uh, Pritchard and Williams. Right. Mm-hmm. Um that was yeah. So um yeah, and then that series I I really enjoyed it. I think the Heater they got a good team. They just For sure. Um, I think the Lowry experience experiment just didn't work. You yeah. know, um, I think last night he pushed somebody into a foul. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. I'm yeah, like, I know. I'm like man, Lowry, you've really fallen off. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that's what you got to come down to. It's like, yeah, so but I think you know the Celtics are a great team and um, they're gonna they're gonna I think they're gonna give the Warriors a fight. So um, yeah. I think their path was very impressive. Oh, it was very impressive. Drew, I'll go over to you. I'll let you talk about so Boston's the, path a bit. Yeah, so the Nets series was definitely the biggest surprise, like I was saying earlier, because like the Nets were like the favorite to win yeah. it all this year. Yeah. But with Kyrie like not getting the vaccine, doesn't mm-hmm. want to play, just Kyrie drama. Harden like getting traded, Ben Simmons who doesn't love basketball but yeah. gets paid millions. <clears throat> he gets paid for it, which there's makes just too sense. much cancer around. The yeah, team. yeah, they just said and too like much. Kyrie before the season saying Nash doesn't have to do his job. Like yeah, that's you know, yeah. that yeah, Kyrie flowed, that. like yeah, just that's a chemistry knock. Yeah, yep. then the Buck series that was like my favorite series. Yeah. Just uh, seeing Giannis like put. Putting the team on his back. Battle of the Green Giants. Right. <laughs> yep. But Tatum and yep. Brown, yep. they're two of my favorite like young players in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Right now it's Tatum and Luka for me as far as like the mm-hmm. future of the NBA. Oh, yeah. Those two. Tatum just like, he's just so nasty, dude. He'll just, anytime you like, he's like KD in the way that he has the skill to like, 
all right, I need a bucket. I'll I know I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I can get a bucket. Yeah. I can shoot and, over and he you. just shoots over everyone. He's yeah. like KD in that way. He just with yeah. a bigger frame. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. He's got so some shoulders more, on him. A lot more physical, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention Tatum was playing great defense versus yeah. KD yeah. in the first yeah. series. That was a big surprise. Then the Heat, Jimmy Buckets was trying everything mm-hmm. he could. Shout out Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, for real. Playoff Jimmy ain't no joke. No. Just they gotta surround Jimmy with another star. Yeah. I have this he needs one more wing or something. Yeah. yeah. All depot didn't work. That just yeah. did not work. And that's the thing, you look at that team five years ago this team was not gosh, you know. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, All Depot are your uh-huh. guards. Right. Um before All Depot's injury and before Lowry's All this, like, fall off. Um, Butler, you know, he was still good five. He was still great mm-hmm. five years ago. Yep. So five years ago, this team's like, you know, probably competing with Cleveland for the yeah, right. Eastern Conference. Not to mention, but. I can't, I can't, um, I cannot fathom how Al Horford is still running around. Yeah. Which he's had a great. Yeah, he I is. I cannot, as well. I cannot understand it. Him yamming on. He had two. Honest, he had two games in the Milwaukee series where he took over. It was a three twenty-two ten five in game four thirty-eight three. He was their top scorer in both those yeah. games. So. They Insane. they won that That's trade ridiculous. trade back, but yeah. Um, but yeah, in Miami more. too, they also have like what five free agents, mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. undrafted free agents. On oh their yeah, teams. Like, or yeah. He's the one that got pushed into the foul. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Yep. <laughs> he almost went Ray Allen on for the for him at the end of that game the other <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, he almost did. <laughs> but definitely a good series. Oh Boston. yeah, yeah, Boston. Uh, when you kept seeing what teams were popping up in this way, in their way, like even Brooklyn, they swept. They're like, man, that's a tough two-seven matchup. When you get mm-hmm. the two seed, you're expecting to play. You know, something. Oh, yeah. no, you're playing KD and Kyrie. Like mm-hmm. you're just sitting there, like, well, what kind of luck is that? Obviously, it went Boston's way. KD tried to weld the way in Game Four, thirty-nine-seven-nine. Still wasn't enough though. JT took over and uh, you know got the sweep. You look at that series, and you're 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 thinking here in Northeast Ohio, could Cleveland have at least won one game? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, Brooklyn just didn't have it, and Boston came to play. All pretty good games, though. It's not like that. There was no game that was like super. No ten plus win. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So all good games. Game one was one fifteen, one fourteen, right down to the wire. Um, but Boston got it done. Then the Milwaukee series. Uh, Tatum took over. The final three games, 34-46, and then in Game 7 he had 23-6-8 was his line. Yeah. Uh, just a great series by him, great series by the whole team, like I said. Mm-hmm. And Game 6, Pritchard and Williams, they were off the bench, yeah. fantastic. Williams was like like 2 for 9 from 3 in the first two quarters, and then yeah. the dude made like 8 threes in yeah. a row. It was, yeah. right. it was crazy. Yeah, he was like... Um, Giannis, you can't do much more than this. Last five games of that series, point-wise, 42, 34, 40, 44, and 25. I mean, he, he tried, and then that when he had 25 and 44, he had 20 rebounds in both those games. Yeah. So 40 rebounds in two games. This this man was trying Stat to, monster. you know, and those were both losses, but he did everything he could yep. to help Milwaukee win those games. But Boston came out on top, and then we got the Miami series. And like you guys said, I mean, there's not much more to say than if Jimmy Butler has another star, this game might not even go seven, and it's a Miami's way. Mm-hmm. And they stir um, off awful, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Butler, he did everything he could, you know, had two 40-point games. Game six where they won, he had 47-9-8. He really took that game over. Mm-hmm. But game seven, it was Tatum that came out on top, 35 points, nine rebounds. And you could just tell when the big games came around, Tatum really wanted 
Really mm-hmm. wanted it. The whole team wanted it. Like, Smart played great defense, found the offensive presence. Brown was scrappy, but Tatum, like you said, he could just take that shot. Oh, yeah. He knew it was going in. Yeah, they and just they can just kind of go on these 9-0 runs. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you get a couple good looks, and then they're obviously a fantastic defensive team. So, right. you know, whenever you can get good shots and a couple fall, and then now you have that extra boost, energy, you know, confidence on defense, it just rallies. And they, they go on these... 9 11-0, 11-2 runs like super often almost not they go on mini runs Golden State which yeah. we'll talk about later they go on big big runs big. yeah big boy runs Always they'll go 13-6 like to six or 13-4 runs yeah uh, so but yeah that's kind of Boston's thing is they once they get rolling they're really yeah. hard to yeah. one more thing before we move on to the key players of this final series is you you have to wonder if Jimmy Butler doesn't take that three last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Kind of That's forced correct. it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And a two point game, if you crash it and tie the game up, where does it go from there? You know. Right. Yeah. So you guys hate the shot by Jimmy. I don't know what was the time on it. It was what like twelve or eleven or something. Yeah. Like that? I know they got it, yeah. and I remember him just running and right. throwing it up. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a bad it's, look. It's just there's always going to be the time thing. Like, yeah. Right. Um, and it's not that it was a bad look. No, I just think. And Butler is a great three-point shooter. I just think his game's better when he's oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You know? He he was working in the post and getting to the to the rim that whole right. game. And, yeah, and, and then you settle for a three to take the lead when you still have all that time on the shot clock. Yep. That's yeah. just where I was sitting there, like man. Yeah. I mean, if you make the shot, nobody talks about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and it's the, the, and it's the biggest discussion. you know ballsy move ever. Yeah. He's, right. you know a legend. And and I like I I'm never gonna knock him for that. I mean, I'm never gonna knock someone that no. just wants that moment so bad. Like, sorry, they shot it. Too I mean, in you know, 2K, right. he wouldn't have gotten a hit on his teammate great for that shot. It was. It wasn't like it was, you know, a bad quality shot. No, it was. It was. It was there. It, it was just a shot. You earlier. just. You just yeah. 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 And he you won. just wonder yep. if he crashes. The you know, you know. He takes it to the paint and gets a good layup shot. Yeah. Or you know. Crashes, feeds it out, and maybe yeah. somebody else has a better three-point right. shot. You just wonder yeah. um, if that changes the game at all. Well, it would change the game, but you just wonder, could Miami be the team suiting up on Yeah, it was close. Upcoming? It was four points. Yeah. Yeah. Four points. You got to live and die by your mm-hmm. star player taking mm-hmm. the last shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. But So we'll talk about some of the key players. Obviously, Golden State, their, their three key players from this postseason have been Curry, who's averaging 26-5-7. Clay Thompson, who's averaging 24-2. And Jordan Poole, who's averaging 18-3-4, who had a really good first uh, mm. series where these numbers have come down recently with Steph mm. taking over. Yeah. Um, for Boston, their big three right now, Jason Tatum, 27 points per game, 7 rebounds per game, 6 assists. Jalen Brown, he's 23-7-4. And Marcus Smart's at 16-5-6 with a great defensive press mm. as well. You can't leave that out. Defensive player of the year, first team all defense, the hustle award. Marcus Smart has had himself a campaign on the defensive side of the ball. Let's let's talk about these key players, and then we can discuss some matchups we're looking forward to. Any mismatches we think there might be, Mike? I'll start with you again. Um, just give us your breakdown of these guys and some matchups you're looking forward to. Yeah. So um, when I think about the Warriors, um, I kind of have went a little bit into the Celtics, um, but the Warriors obviously you got Curry, who's who's gonna he's gonna do what he does. You know, there's yep. no. Um, I, I guess my big matchup will be is if, and I'd assume will happen, will be Marcus Smart and Curry. Yeah. And, and is that going to be, um, 
Obviously, you're not going to stop Curry. No, there's not a. I don't no. think there's a man. Well, on. Kevin Love did at the end of Game Seven yeah. in 2016. Yeah. For Delhi, six seconds. <laughs> yeah, he had a six second. Someone stopped him for six seconds. So it <laughs> was so um, funny seeing Love running around like oh, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, continue. <laughs> uh, so Curry's going to you know do him, and I think it'll be. Um, it'll be between three guys for the for the Warriors that, that are going to have to step up, and it's going to be Thompson, Poole, and Wiggins. What can those three guys do yeah. every night? Can they be consistent? Um, that would be the one knock I say that Warriors have, and it's Thompson will have an off night, Poole will be quiet, and now it's Wiggins is kind of taking that that step, and he's really been big. Yeah. The past, especially last series, you know, he really um, drew. We talked about it off camera but how he's in a great situation to yeah. um kind of be a slasher and, yeah. and and take advantage of everyone being out in the paint out up on everyone yeah. and, and you can kind of get by and use your athleticism to do that um but i think those three guys are going to be the main guys if those guys can throw give you 15 at least every single game then i think they're going to be really hard to beat because yeah. if you have curry who's throwing 25 up every night and then you get those three guys, you know, Draymond don't care about scoring. He ain't going to shoot. unless He's going to feed them, though. Yes, you know what I mean? But like He's also those... going to help in, as far as the Horford takeover. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about a little bit. He can help on that side yeah. of things. But you rely on you rely on those four guys to do your scoring. Draymond's not going to score much. Um, Gary Payton's going to play. He's not going to He's not gonna blow up. I mean, who knows? I mean, but yeah. you know what I mean? He's not a great, the big, biggest offensive player. And then... Um, but yeah, pool as well. So um, that's for the Warriors. I think that's kind of their key is to stay consistent with yeah. those three kind of um, secondary players to Curry. When I think about the Celtics, I think it is going to be Tatum and Brown or bust. And that's yeah. just my opinion. I think all this whole playoffs, whenever it's gotten deep and you need twenty uh, piece from them, and and it's you know business and it's serious and you know. Clock's ticking. Those two are, have been the guys that have stepped up every single time for the Celtics. So um, when you're playing a juggernaut like the Warriors, you're going to have a lot of – those two guys are going to have to go hero mode, I, I just think. Yeah. You know, um, we've seen so many uh, well-rounded teams that just don't have the guy that, you know, like a LeBron. LeBron's been the one dude that could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to kind of sack up and be like, this is – I got to drop forward in that. Yeah, you know, so I think that's going to be their role, um, and then other than that, they're going to have to the other other guys, uh, Grant Williams, Marcus Smart, Horford. These guys are all going to just have to play, give them the toughest looks they can. Yeah, I think that'll be the other thing for the Celtics is great defense, and I think those two are going to have to carry on the offensive end for sure. Drew, yeah, with the Warriors, like you can't stop Curry. No, he's going to get his looks. Yeah. Then with Clay, I think Wiggins is the biggest X factor. Yeah, can I'd agree. Wiggins get twenty points a game? Yeah. And can he? Can, he you know? He's going to have to lock down yeah. Tatum too. Yeah, because that's like where my mis- mismatch maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be tough for him because Tatum. We saw what he did to KD. Yeah. Um, can Wiggins do it? Is the question. Yeah. You know, because he's going to have that mismatch. You might see Tatum playing um, a little defense. Maybe against Clay as well, just because he does have that advantage over Brown a little bit. But between those two, it's that's two that's two tough matchups for these guys right. that are, you know, used to having their way. Yeah. But keep going. But Drew. I think the Celtics like 
will switch good on the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. got length. Yeah. They got some really good defensive teams. So, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Their depth is pretty good. Grant Williams will play, play ball. Pritchard mm-hmm. looks good. Pritchard looks yeah. good. Derek White, who had a pretty oh, yeah. good series last yep. series. Yeah. I mean, it's... Two teams that are both the experience semi-deep, too semi-deep. with the Warriors yeah. will benefit a lot since mm-hmm. this is like yeah. the first time with this Celtics team. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Celtics have been a team that are like building blocks. Each yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And they finally have gotten there. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's it's both teams have great three players listed mm-hmm. here. You know, yeah. like I said, first team All NBA and Jason Tatum, second team All NBA and Steph Curry. So they got their big, you know. Superstars. Mm-hmm. Mark Smart, I already said, defense player of the year, first team all defense, Hustle Ward. Um, Robert Williams, second team all defense. Draymond, second team all defense. You got a lot of hardware mm-hmm. on these right. on these lineups. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, like you said, Mark Smart, Steph Curry. Um, can Smart contain him is the question. You're not going to hold him to nothing. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be like... But it's all about containing him. Like, he might just have to go, like, Patrick Beverly mode and just no. just kind of be the guy that dirties everything up like a Draymond, yeah. you know, yeah. that just kind of makes it hard on him. You just kind of kind of wear on him, body him up whenever you can. Yeah, um, that'll be his role, I think. I think Brown Thompson's the most fun matchup. Yeah, I, th- I just think they're two guys mm-hmm. that are never the number one. They're usually the two, but can both go on those runs. Right. Um, so I think that's going to be a fun one. Who wins that battle? Tatum Wiggins, I just I don't see any way Wiggins comes out Wiggins comes out on top in this matchup. That's my thing. And if yeah. he does though, that's where oh, Golden yeah. State takes over. Yeah. Because if Tatum can't contain Wiggins, then it's gonna be one of those big runs mm-hmm. that you're talking about. Golden yeah. State loves to go on the big runs. Um, yeah. the big men, I think it's gonna be scrappy. I think it's gonna be scrappy. I think it's sure. I think mm-hmm. rebounds are gonna be hard to get. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. be a little bit of bruising down there. We may see some, you know, like um, little minor injuries that come yeah. up. I think there's going to be a lot of injury timeouts. I think it's going to be a scrappy series, but I think it's going to be a really fun one. Yep. Um, we have arguably one them or the Lakers yeah. in Boston Storied. as far as yeah. most storied franchises and then one of the new powerhouses of the NBA. I think it's going to be a really fun matchup. Yep. Um, but we can go in now um, to predictions. Um, as far as schedule go, Golden State has the better record. So games one and two will be in Golden State, three and four in Boston, and then Golden State, Boston, Golden State. Um, so, Mike, I'll start with you again. What? Who are you taking in the series? How many games? How do you think it goes as far as, like, sequence? Um, your MVP and a bold prediction. Okay, so um, I'm going to go Golden State in seven. Okay. Um, I think this is going to be a really big series. I think this is the series that Tatum solidifies being a top five, three player in the league. Um, I'm pretty high on him, and this whole playoff series, he's just stepped up, stepped up, stepped up. He's been that guy, like a top five guy that can take over, that you can lean on at any yeah. given time. So um, I think they're going to make it tough. I, I would, I would guess that um, I would love to see and I think might happen, is the Celtics stealing the first game. So, um, obviously that's tough to do, but um, I think that's something that the Celtics kind of can do. I think with their defense and the way they're just kind of gritty, they have that kind of mentality like Memphis, where you can steal game one. You know? Um, I think after that, though, I think Golden State's probably going to get – they're going to bounce back, get one, and I think Golden State's also going to get a road win, and I think we'll be sitting at a two and two. Yeah. Um, and it'll play out how it plays out. I think it'll be a game seven. Um, 
And then I think at the end of the day, game sevens come down to experience, experience stuff like and that, home and home court. Yep, yeah, and home court. And home I think court. Um, that's where Golden State obviously has that advantage on everyone in the league, pretty much. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take Golden State. Golden State in seven. Um, <clears throat> what else do we need from me? Uh, Finals MVP and a bold prediction. Okay, I'll go. I'm gonna go Curry for MVP. Um, my bold prediction will be. That Tatum's going to average over 35 points a game in this series. 35. Yeah, I think he's just literally going to. I think it's going to be fun. It's very special to watch. Like, um, I just think, like I said, he's going to solidify himself like like Giannis did in the mm-hmm. past couple of years. I think he's just that next guy to yeah. be that kind of guy in the playoffs, taking over for your team, that kind of thing. Okay, I agree. I'm going Warriors in six. I just think the experience and, like, the firepower is too much for mm. the Celtics. But I do think, like, Brown and Tam are going to have their way. Yeah. yeah right. You know? Uh, then finals MVP, I think Curry finally does it this year. Yeah. I'm going to say he averages, like, 24, 8, and 4. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Curry number. Bold prediction. I think Andrew Wiggins hits a game winner. Oh, oh yeah. To win the series or just to win a game? Just a game. To win a game. Okay. That'd be pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. Like That's that. fun. That's a fun prediction. <laughs> um, so, for me, I'm going the other route. I'm going Boston in seven. Mm-hmm. Boston in seven. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. Um, I have Golden State taking game one at home. Then Boston goes back to back, taking one in Golden State, one at home. And then Golden State evens it up at two. And then I have Golden State taking a 3-2 lead, which we've seen Boston behind, 3-2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where they, they turn on. That's where Tatum mode comes yeah. into play. I think they take their home game. They go on a high, and they take game seven in Golden State. And Boston gets yet another championship. But Tatum. 18? Tatum. <laughs> yeah. Tatum gets his first. I have Tatum as the MVP. And my bull prediction was Tatum averages 35 and Curry averages under 30. Okay. So oh. I think I think I have Curry around twenty five because I think Smart can play good enough to keep yeah. Curry no higher than twenty five points per game. Yeah. Um, but I still think Curry is going to be their top scorer with that right. twenty five points yeah. per oh, game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Tatum he takes over, and I think Boston in this series I could see it going either way. You know, I right. have it written down which either way I could see it. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to go a different route than you guys. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I want to see something new. I oh, see oh I do. I want. It would be really cool to. So, see back to back East champs, like I yeah. just think that's pretty cool. Yeah, with um, the West always being the the dominant yeah, conference. Top dog. Right. Yeah, right. But I think Boston, their path is going to help them as well. Mm-hmm. I, it was oh, never yeah. easy. Right. I think Golden State's like we had three pushovers because mm-hmm. of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, what's different here? We have this young team, which somehow's done, and I think the young team has a little more tank than the gas when it comes down to Game Seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just that's that's me. Um, but. We all have it going pretty deep, no yeah. short series. Yeah. I'm hoping for just a good series. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's I'm, all I'm I hoping am. every game, you know, is down to the wire. I'm hoping we see some game winners, yeah. you know, yeah. or even miss shots that are four game winners as right. long as it's coming down to that. I'm hoping we yeah. see a lot of Miami-Boston game sevens throughout this whole series. Yeah. Um, that's all we ever hope for is right. when your team's not in the finals. You're just hoping you get to see a good one. Right. Um, but that will take us now to Drip or Not. So yes, sir. This, is, this is a segment we built for – Mike specifically here, um, we have sent him some jerseys that we like and dislike throughout the history of the NBA. Um, Drew and I will go through them, and he's going to give them a rating. Um, do you have a rating system that you want to... I'll just do like a... Like an out of 10 or an out of 5? I'll or, do it out of 10. Out of 10? I'm pretty so. detailed. Okay. And that's what we do with our movie reviews, yeah. so that's oh, yeah. fair. Okay, so, cool. Um, 
So we'll just go back and forth, I guess. Okay. Or okay. Do you want you want one of us to read our whole lists or? What's easier for you? Is yeah. it easier for Just you bring up one of you guys, and I'll go through one of you guys. I'm okay. on Will right now, so how okay. about Will? I'll go you first. Go first. All right. So with my first pick, and I'm not going to tell you whether I liked him or not. I'll tell you after you give the rating. Mm-hmm. I'll either agree or disagree with you. That's what we'll do. Okay. Um, we're building this as we go. So yeah. <laughs> this is a fun one for Mike exclusively. Okay. Um, I have Vince Carter's 99-2000 Raptors jersey. Okay. What are we thinking? <laughs> that is 110% drip. That okay, is, 110%. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's. I think that's a 10 jersey. Okay. Um, and I think that's probably one of my favorites, and a lot of people's favorites, I think. Yeah. Um, in I the actually past, hate it. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> this, was, this was a gimme. This was the Get one where... <laughs> this was a gimme. This is one where I was like, yeah. if he doesn't you like gotta... this one, I don't know if we can have him return as a guest. <laughs> yeah. That's right when you cut it. <laughs> this, was a, this, was a, this was a test. Yes. yes <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, that's a 10 jersey. I think that's pretty... Uh, Self-explanatory. I think a lot of NBA fans, oh, yeah. you know, just yeah. adore this jersey. Yeah. You go to a bar, you're seeing three of these. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shout out Absolutely. Joe Morris. Joe Morris has one. <laughs> yeah, he does. Amazing. All right, now I'm going with a newer jersey. Okay. Kent Bazemore's Hawks 2017-18. I'm gonna give this. Um, I will give this a. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. Drip rating. Um, I would say that I love. I'm a big fan of black uniforms. Um, as a whole, okay. Um, where I'm gonna say they go wrong is I hate how the Atlanta on it is red, like on the inside, and then the numbers are yellow. I do not like that. I think if they stayed solid with the yellow, you know, inside both times, <laughs> and then I also don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of their like pattern, the the little triangle, you know, yeah. whatever you want to call that. Um, but I do love like the colors of it. I think black and red so sick. So yeah, um, I'll give it a seven, maybe like a six and a half. This is one of my dislikes. Okay. Um, I just I'm I like that they went back to like the retro looking ones yeah. now. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of the triangles. Yeah. Or like the neon yellow. You yeah. Know what I mean, right. it kind of throws me off, but mm-hmm. I respect the seven. Um, so now that takes me to another throwback. We got the '95 '96 Shaq Magic. Okay, I'm I'm a fan of these ones. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'll give it a, um, I'll give it about an eight eight and a half drip rating. Um, obviously the Orlando with the star is like iconic now yeah. for for Orlando, and I think it's their best jersey they've had. The pinstripes. Yeah, the pinstripes. Uh, you got the stars going on the side. Um, the lining is. I mean, it's it just looks original. Um, the the font of the numbers is like very iconic with yeah. those 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 magic unis. So um, I've always been a fan of them. I like um, the other ones. They even did black ones. I know. I was say, which I've, one's your favorite? Yeah, white, the, blue, or black? I like the black just because okay. that's just kind of how that's I am. Yeah. I like um, the blue the most, so I threw that in there as yeah. one I love. Yeah. Um, but the black I still love. I think yeah. mm-hmm. I'm a, I would agree with you. Those are yes. Orlando's best man or yep. uh, best jerseys. Yep. Um, so now that takes us to one from our childhood, mm-hmm. the 07-08 LeBron James Navy Blue Cavs. All right. See, this one's tough. This one's got memories behind it and stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. In the I'm not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, I've never been a huge Navy Blue guy, um, but I will say I'm going to give these. I'm going to give these a seven um, drip rating just because of. For us, where we're from and how we right. were raised, these were like the iconic. Yeah, I remember going, you know, when I was a kid, and I'd always go to 
FSN Ohio to mm-hmm. watch the Cavs games. That's when they're on all the time. And every time they were wearing these one, it was like just felt a little different. Felt a little yeah. special, like to watch that one. Yeah. Um, I my first. This was another funny story. This is my first ever jersey that I ever had. Was the and navy blue LeBron? It was navy bo- blue and it was Booby Gibson. Booby Gibson. Booby. So good pick, sick. Good pick. <laughs> I wore that thing till it literally like was done. For. It, was my, it was my first jersey. So um, I'm a, I'll give it a seven. Um, I kind of I like the the outlining of it with mm-hmm. the you know you got the maroon and then the gold I I like that um, I don't really like the white on the navy blue that much so um, but yeah it's a solid jersey okay and it's got a ton of memories so it gets a boost it's nostalgia for me but it's not one of my favorites okay I'm not the biggest fan that's actually one of my least favorite Cavs jerseys yeah like, yeah my favorite's probably the blue and orange I love the blue and orange Cavs. Thoge has Thoge has a one of these two. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I have one. I have oh, yeah. the red one though. It's oh, okay. LeBron. Yep. But um, but yeah, the, and then the new baby blue, black, and orange are like more the mm-hmm. um, just there's a lot more casters. Also, like also a hot take for me on the podcast. I despise all sleeved basketball jerseys. Despise them. Okay. Oh, huge. I seen a tweet them. the other day that said these were low key underrated. Yeah. It's like. God, no, they're I saw that tweet, too, and I was like, are they? They they introduced them for Christmas. I think they're overrated. Yeah, they did it for Christmas, and then I feel like there was a year or two that those were, like, everyone's alternate. Well, we won the final. Yeah. Cleveland won the finals in them. LeBron had the Yeah, but I don't... (laughs) No, I'm not not saying. I'm like, didn't we wear them for the finals? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, those were alternates for us, you know? So, um, yeah. Hot take, though. Hate them. I'm not a fan of them either. <laughs> so that takes me to my fifth selection. I have six. Um, 94, 95, Sean Kemp, Supersonics. I'm going to I'm gonna go... I'm going to go five. Okay. Five drip rating. Um, it looks kind of bland to me, and I like the I liked the last Sonics jerseys a lot. That's more what I liked these. more? I just had to, I wanted to mix in, you know, yeah. something that I wasn't a fan of and yeah. see what you thought. Um, the last Sonics jerseys were awesome. Yeah. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones seem a little bland to me. Um, what year did you say this was? 94, 95. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's, it's cool because it's Sonics, so again, you get some kind of like nostalgia, like added to it so it's kind of cool yeah um but as a like if i'm just like rating the jersey for what it is i'm not the biggest fan of it okay and then for my last pick the 97 98 ray allen bucks jersey this one's also tough and (laughs) and i think you're gonna say you really like these ones yeah, I yeah. love these are these are one of okay. my favorite jerseys okay. up there with the Carter. Yeah. I love when they throw like the animal on the yeah. jersey. Yeah. You know, you got the Raptor on the Carter jersey. You got yeah. the you got the Buck on the. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I would say I I like what you're saying about how they're really um, like they're customized. They're cool. They're yeah. different. Um, what I will say is I hate these colors. Hate them. <laughs> Dark green and purple. Those are my just, two favorite colors. Should just probably yeah. not. I I'm just not don't, a big fan. I just don't think they should be on a jersey or like used in that way. That's so. But funny it is that. iconic that like I like when people had these kind of throwback jerseys that were yeah like just iconic. They were so yeah. different that like everyone yeah. remembers them. So I'm gonna give this one a. I'll give it like a six six and a half. Okay. I'm like kind of right down the middle with that one. But. Okay. 
It's funny you say you don't like green and purple because every year when I play 2K, I do an expansion team called the Honolulu Voodoo, and they're green and purple. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because those are my two favorite colors. I think Honolulu Voodoo is just a fun play on I those. think green and purple might be my least favorite colors, <laughs> to be just to yeah. be honest. Honestly. All right, so Mike is no longer coming back. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Drew, you're up. What jerseys are we thinking? See, I kind of messed up because I didn't have the name or the year, but I'll oh, try no. my best. I, okay. Yeah, I can get these. You can probably tell them. So, yeah. first off, we have the Caps black and blue jerseys. Yep, the really. new ones. Though. The yeah, new throwbacks. The new throwback. Yeah. Yeah. These ones are stellar. I, stellar. I love them. I do love them. Um, I'm gonna go. I, I just love the shorts. I think the shorts are kind of make it for me. Um, and I like. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like how or those colors. I forget what year the throwback was from. I want to say this is like Larry Nance. Oh yeah, that was that was like, like the Lon yeah. Walker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, you're right. So I think it's cool. I kind of for the Cavs. I kind of like all their kind of throwbacks that they do. I don't really like the red ones that they did this year. Like the red and yellow is like my least favorite colorway for the Cavs. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather yeah. go any blue or orange, whether yeah. it's light blue and orange or it's like you right. know the na- the not navy but like. Are blue and orange, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, and then um, like the blue, just the blue stripe throughout all of it is pretty sick, I think. And then you got Darius Garland; he's wearing some nasty kicks and a, dri- <laughs> a, dri- a drippy arm sleeve. So he was stripped. That's he why was, I chose him. For he, he was wearing it well, so he did good. I'm gonna give that one like a eight and a half drip right, eight right and there. Half? Yep. Cool. Number two. I have the Valley Suns jerseys. These are my favorite current uniforms. And Same. They, and, and they wear them to death, and I hate that they still wear them to death because now they're not as iconic. cool as I, the first it's, time it's I've seen them. It's almost like a Chargers, like the powder blue. Yes, you like see how they just so wear much. those yes. every time. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a, you know, tune in the Q92 and you hear the same hit <laughs> yeah. three times yeah. an hour. The same yeah. TikTok song. <laughs> um, yeah, these jerseys are so sick. Um, I'm going to give them like... A nine, nine and a half. These these ones are my favorite current uniforms. Okay. Um, especially when they pair the court with it and the valley court. It just yeah. looks so sick. Yeah. So um, yeah, I hate. I do not like that they wear them this much. You're gonna tell me you don't like them, aren't you? No, I love oh, them. Oh, yeah. I, love them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like you. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, these are nine and a half. These are fire. They wear them too much though. Okay. I wish they were a true alternate. That'd be cool. Next, I have the Hornets Buzz City. Jerseys. I like these too. Um, I'm gonna give these. I'll give these like an eight, maybe eight and a half. Um, I I like the color. I really. I kind of wish. I know they have white lettering for their regular blue jerseys, don't they? Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. like those a little yeah. more. I like the white lettering a little bit more. Yeah. But these are cool for an alternate. The black. Um, you can kind of, you know, if you're wearing a black accessories or anything, it kind of looks good with the black lettering. Like Lamella has a black sleeve yep, in this. Yep, yep, yep. And he's always drippy, too. Yep. So um, I'll give this one, like I said, I think an eight or something like that. Eight? Yeah. I'm okay. not a big fan of the yeah. color, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, they got some, what, some gold in there, too, or something? Outline in gold. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'd be cooler if they relocated to, like, New Orleans or something like that. I heard that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, I heard some kind of, or maybe just read a tweet that Seattle and I forget who someone else were. Oh yeah, I did for see a team. That. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Vegas. I forget where it was, but Vegas would be tough. I need some Supersonics. I need them back. Oh, I'd love to have them back. <laughs> Next, I have the Raptors OVO jerseys. These are fire. These are fire? absolute fire to me. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Maybe I'll go eight and a half. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not you think too mid? big on them. You like the black ones better? Oh, I, I, have, yeah. I like the black yeah. ones. Yeah, I like the black ones better, but I, I think I'm also, like, I'm a big um, black and white guy. I'm just, I'm very simple in that way, but I think it looks the best in uniforms. I love is, colors. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I would go, like, I think a nice white uniform is clean, and I think the... I think the gold on it's kind of clean too. I just too. think they the could have something cooler with the gold. Right. Honestly. Yeah. The stripe in the front is just kind of weird. But, yeah. Um, I, I like them. I still like them. I'm going to go like a eight-ish or something like eight-ish. that. Yeah. Also, before your next one, I was thinking I missed out on a jersey. We were talking about relocation. I should have done a Vancouver Grizzlies jersey. Oh, yeah. That was kind of time. Easy time. <laughs> Easy time. Oh, Grizz- the Vancouver yeah. Grizzlies were Next, up we got the Heat. The, the Miami Vice. Yep. These were the first Vice, too, so right. I like these ones a lot more. Obviously, I've been telling you guys I love black. I have this jersey in uh, Tyler Hero's black dress right. jersey. Mm-hmm. And then I, I also have uh, D. Wade's blue Vice jersey, the light okay. blue. Um, yeah, hard. these are my favorite Vice jerseys. I, I think I, agree. I think as the years have gone, they've kind of started to do too much. Like, they did the pink ones, and then they did... Yeah. This was last year. They did like the fused. Yeah, the when they do the, the blue and the pink. Yeah, when they do either the pink or the blue with their court. It starts to like oh, look like three D. You know what I mean? You get a headache, dude. Yeah, it's hard to watch their games. It's like the three D. Uh, I love their. You know, I yeah. love the uniform. I love that they've incorporated the blue and pink and black. Yeah, oh yeah. That's my favorite part about Miami. I never really was the biggest fan of like their like burnt red, yeah, and orange, right. and yep. black. But I'm, I love them. It's just, mm-hmm. it hurts sometimes oh, yeah. when you're watching a game with the court in that combo. Yeah. <laughs> um, these are fire, though. I'll give these ones like a nine. I think these ones, the, the font on the Miami is perfect. It, this just feels like so Miami yeah. of a jersey. That, I think the black's my favorite because it doesn't yes. hurt as much. Yeah. Literally. When you get the blue, it feels like you're watching a 3D yeah. movie without it's the It's cool when you put... Yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool what I just said. <laughs> is it? Yeah. No, I didn't hear I'm saying it hurts. Thanks for the sale of my joke, buddy. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts. Yeah, these are these are like a nine and a half. These ones are gas. So the next one, I've went away from the NBA, mm-hmm. but I've went with Garden. a classic basketball movie, like Mike. Like Mike, got a little Calvin. All right, so I'm gonna go. It's iconic because it's it's iconic. As a jersey standpoint, these are trash. <laughs> um, and I get it. Everyone's got a budget. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't really go, you can't really go to Nike and be like, let me get something fire. Like, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Knights is way too big. The three looks like it's, like, glued on at the moment in this picture. So, uh, <laughs> um, and it's, like, off to the right. It's just weird. But yeah. Calvin Drip, though. Drip. So. Bow well. <laughs> Shout yeah. out the boy. Yep. Yeah. Next, we got Will Ferrell in the yeah. Flint Tropics. Jackie Moon. Jackie, Jackie Moon. Moon. Coffee black. Here we go. So I'm gonna do Flint. You got the little Miami. You got the little Miami type ish yeah. uh, colors going. I'm gonna go. These are drip. These are gonna go like a like an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Um, they're iconic. You like the short length on Jackie Moons too? Or? Oh yeah, classic, classic. You gotta go. Yeah, go short yeah. Shorts. You gotta pull them up nowadays. Come on now. In the, in the socks, gas. Yeah. Stripe socks. <laughs> Fire. Forever. The tube socks. <laughs> the tube socks forever. <laughs> the next one, I have to pull this up because I know my boy loves One Tree Hill. We got the One Tree Hill Ravens black jerseys. Yeah, these are the greatest yes. TV show slash movie jerseys ever, in my opinion. I agree. It gave me um, like a, a Duke vibe. But yeah. I know, I know yeah. that's purple. 
Yeah. But. Um, yeah, these are absolutely heat. These are 10 for me personally. Just, you know. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Scott, Nathan Scott, just talk <laughs> about a duo, man. I mean, the Scott duo. You got Nate, yeah. just great slasher, man. And then you got the light shot shooter like Lucas. Yeah. You know, dish it out oh, for him for the win, championship game, ball game. Ten. Throw these are out. ten. Then last, we have the Drippington Commissioner. Okay. What do you think of your own drip? All right, so this was senior basketball. These are our black unis, which were my favorite. Um, you can you can't can't tell. I'm, I'm, I was rocking the low white hyperdunks. Those were decent. We had the team shoes. So yeah. You didn't really have yep. choice. Um, and then you you can see I'm going left. I'm going left knee sleeve. And I, and I think that's a play. Um, I was a fan of one leg sleeves. So um, a funny story. I like. I like. Got shin splints. I got actually got shin splints, but the first time I did it, I wore the tape on my leg and it kept falling off. Mm-hmm. So I I told Coach Evanich, I'm like, can I can I please just wear this knee sleeve just so it holds it up? Yeah. Not, no, really, I just wanted to wear it. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. You I was man. We, he was always like super like, you just wear the jersey, it's be classy, that kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, That's a disgrace. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of. Played my played my way into that one, but um, yeah, I'll give myself a maybe like a seven and a half drip right there. Seven I think half. I did the most with what I was given. Oh yeah. So um, I mean, if you look at my college days, I had the arm sleeve. I almost picked and, the and that's tank. when I was really like stepping. I had the customized shoes that said the tusk on the tongue. Uh, yes. Shout out the tusk forever, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. The college, I really got the. I got that's when Drippington was really created, but um, yeah, seven and a half solid. Seven and a half. Cool. cool. What would you guys say my drip is? Three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's wrong. The number on your jersey. Um, no, I I mean, I didn't know that you guys didn't have really any freedom as No, far we could wear no arm sleeves. Since I, I always wondered why, like, Marlington was ever. Yeah, you had to do some serious negotiations. To I gotta get... agree with you. I gotta go seven and a half. I like as that. Well. Yeah, I appreciate. I like it. your guys' blacks the most for sure. Oh yeah, and they got some new ones this year. You guys too, got so. uh, new baseball jerseys too. Yes. Like that, like yeah. antique yeah. white. I think those. Are yeah, those are sweet. Incredible. I've seen those too. I think those are. Oh, I would have, I would have loved to have an antique yeah, white jersey right. in high school, but that is it for episode nine. We thank you, Mike, for coming on. Oh yeah. Um, we thank you all for watching and listening. Um, make sure you check out our website, www.culturebubs.weebly.com, and follow all our social media in the description below. And we will talk to you all soon. Peace.